0: Hello! Welcome to Music Class Teaching Tips. I'm Sandra, the creator at Sing, Play, Create. Today, I'm sharing some creative ways to use frosty weather in your music and movement activities. Let's get started. You might be using frosty weather in your music classes already, teaching the solfege, the song, and the game. These activities are a little different, and they are to support the learning goals of those lessons. The three activities that I'm gonna share today, one is a movement that you can do with the song, the second one is a scarf activity, and the third one is playing a song on ukulele. Stay tuned to the end of the video for a ukulele play along that your students can use. You can also skip and go to the chapters that I've outlined in the description below. I like to diversify my lessons with many different types of activities that will support the learning goal. So that's why I'm sharing some different ways that you can use the song Frosty Weather to teach across grade levels and also create units of learning to support their learning goals in one grade level. If you're a new teacher, this concept is super helpful because then you can use one song across grade levels until you've been able to accumulate enough music curriculum where you are teaching different things in every grade level. For now, all you have to do is one song, but teach it in different ways to support their learning goals in each grade. One way you could diversify this lesson is, for example, to have your kindergartners practice and play the steady beat. They could move to the beat. Frosty weather. They could play on drums to the beat. They could play on their chest to the beat. They can play the steady beat by walking around the circle, holding one arm on the shoulder of the person in front of them. Frosty weather. If you have a stretchy band, they could hold a stretchy band. Frosty weather. If they have a scarf, they could bounce it frosty weather and kindergarten would just focus on the steady beat in first grade you might want to add in some body percussion patterns which i'll talk about later in second grade you might dive into the solfege more and help students learn la you also might want to include some note reading in third grade i taught ukulele so we would sing this song on ukuleles In fourth and fifth grade, you might dive into the more complicated rhythms, have students singing, playing, writing, composing, creating in stations where you've set up different activities for your upper elementary students. As you can see, you could take this one song and teach it across grade levels, focusing on the concepts that you need your students to learn. I hope I haven't confused you so far. Hang with me. We're going to get to the activity now for the movement. So with the movement activity, what I did is I will have them choose one action that we'll do for the beat. So to start with, especially if you haven't done body percussion or you haven't included movement in your activities, you want to take it slow. Also, I found that even though I might have five kindergarten classes I'm teaching, all five might be learning in a different way or going at a different pace. So I I wanna take these things into consideration whenever I do these types of activities. So I'm gonna have some ideas in my head that I might wanna start with. We might clap on the beat. Frosty weather. Uh, I might want them to stop like we're in the snow. These are things you can choose. I would choose one action, teach them the song, and then see if they can move and sing together. Next, I would combine two actions, and possibly three or four, depending on your class or the grade level you're using this with. And I would choose four actions. I wanna make sure that it's clear, so, Before I did graphics or had any money to spend on materials, I would just write the words on the board. Clap, pat, stomp, and snap. If those are your four actions you could choose. Then you could do one action per line. So we're going to practice each one separately for the whole song. Then I'm going to use one action for each line. And then the next class time, I would start combining. So I might go, frosty weather, snowy weather. When the wind blows, we all go together. That's when I would start having them create the patterns. And if you have some movement cards or you want to get some movement cards, you could have them create those in a station or a small group as part of the class time share their patterns, then everybody sings while that one group is playing the body percussion patterns. So in a class of 30, I would have five groups of six. This activity itself could take 15 minutes to do, which is a great amount of time, and then everybody gets to interact with each other. They also get to share, they get to shine, and they're learning to play the beat and also have fun playing some body percussion. I found through my many years of teaching experience that movement can be a powerful tool that can help many of your students learn a music concept. Movement can be a lot of fun, but movement can also be a teaching tool and a learning strategy for many students. It helps them focus their energy on a task and it also helps them feel the concept in a different way. All right, the next way to use frosty weather in a different way would be with a scarf movement. Now I love to use scarves, especially with my kindergartners and first graders. They love them. I don't necessarily like to use scarves as just free movement, crazy moving all over. So I've got a couple strategies that I use when I'm uh, when I'm getting the scarves out for my kiddos. What strategy I use uh, for movement and for scarves is what's your personal space, and to keep your stuff in your personal space. So I do a little activity I call bubble gum. And what I do is I have magical musical bubble gum. It's over here, and I grab it, and I hide it behind my back, and my kids are in a circle, and then I'll tell them, I want you to hold your hands out like this, and I'm gonna toss you some magical musical bubble gum. When you get it, I want you to grab it. Don't let it go, don't let it go, and wait till everybody has their gum before we chew it, okay? And then I toss the gum to them, or you can go around and slide it into their hands, whichever way, and they get the gum, and then it's okay, put it in your mouth. Now, don't let it escape, and guess what? The wrapper is magical and it disappears after you put it in your mouth. And uh, it's fun because I always get a lot of giggles on that. So we put it in our mouth. Don't fill it up. Keep chilling. And we're going to make, breathe in through our nose. And we're going to make a big bubble. Don't swallow it and we're gonna blow our bubble up, big, big bubble all around our body. And we're gonna draw a circle around us and this is our bubble space. This is where we'll keep our scarf and our body actions. Now it's a fun way to keep everybody remembering about their personal space. So now we have our scarf activity. The scarf activity is similar to the movement in that we're going to choose one action to do for the whole song the first time i do frosty weather with a scarf i'll just play the music i might sing it and just say i want you to move your scarf and wave it around as the music makes you feel how do you feel when you hear this song and i might do it maybe five or six times that's okay i'll walk around the room frosty weather, snowy weather. And I try not to do too much myself because I want them to do it. So I may not use a scarf while I'm singing the song. I might, I might say, I want to see what creative moves you can do with your scarf while I sing this song for you. Or if I have a recorded track, I'll play that. It doesn't matter. I might play it on the piano and do the same thing. I might play it on a xylophone. There's lots of different ways you could do it. Whatever works with your students or your creativity comes or also supports the learning goal. If you're really focusing on the beat, maybe you want to play a drum while you're singing it and then you're playing the beat as you sing the song. So after I get done singing the song, then I'm going to teach them about scarf moves. And I'm going to have them, first they did the freely, then I'm going to teach them the words and the melody to the song, just simply enough for them to sing it and then I'm gonna have them learn some structured movement. So I'll come up with four actions, cause there's four lines in the song that we're gonna do on each line, eventually. At first, we're gonna do one action for the whole song. So during one class time, I don't wanna do too many different things with it. I just wanna introduce it to them singing moving freely, and we might go to one action for that class time. I'll just have to see what the attention span is and what else I'm having to do with them. I might have other things that we need to do in the music room besides this song. So the next step would be to do one action for the entire song. So let's say I'm going to do just bouncing on the beat. And I'm talking about the beat. I said, I want you to feel the beat with your scarf. And we're going to play the beat. Can everybody copy me? Here's the beat. Here we go frosty weather. And then I would walk around and I'd sing it at least three times, if not four. It depends how many students you have. I like to walk around the room and move with the students and look at them and interact with them as I'm doing this activity. I think that's another reason why I like it a lot is because I feel like it's very interactive, and I can get to them and do things with them and really help them one-on-one, because I can trust that the other students are doing this with their scarf. I'm hoping (laughs) that that's what's happening, but it does help. So we're going to do one action for the whole song, and then I'll leave that for that day. I might let them do another free movement with it at the end and just let them show me their you know, whatever their crazy moves are for the Frosty Weather song. Then the next class time, I'm going to review. We'll do the one action, and then I might ask them, what's another action we could play on the beat with this song? So then I'll have them raise their hand, or they'll wave their scarf, and they'll share the action, and I'll write them on the board. Or if I have pictures, I'll put the pictures up. And then we'll do that action with the whole song. Then what I'll do is I'll do the whole song with action one, and then the whole song with action two. Then I'll probably let them do free play with the song because that will be enough. That will be five to seven minutes with that age group of the scarves. That will be enough to do the scarf activity. And then I will put them away for that day. Then the next time, you're right, I'm going to add in the third third one. And if, they, they've, if they're getting it and we're like rocking and rolling with this idea, I'll try and add in the fourth action too. And we'll do all four. Then I will try to get them to do one action on each line, which I think is very doable in the next class time. I don't think I need to spread it out to eight classes. I think within four to five you can do the whole activity. Like I said though if you're teaching preschool it may take you longer and you may never get to where you do a different action on each line. You might just keep doing one action per line. If you're doing it with toddlers you might just be good if they do the action for the whole song too. So these are just some guidelines you just have to fill your students out and see what works best for them. But the most important thing Is for them to feel the beat and move with the beat to the song. This is a skill that's most critical at the very beginning that we want all our younger students to start. (laughs) That's the skill we want everybody to learn when they're in kindergarten for sure is playing on the steady beat. After you do the scarf activity you could move to drums and have all of them play the drums on the beat or you could do the marching and walking on the beat or the clapping on the beat. You could add the movement into it. This it works really great because you're interconnecting the activities but you're focusing on one concept for them to understand and internalize through a diverse amount of activities. That's really a great way to teach and it's so much fun to do it that way. Another reason that I like to use this song is because it's a great song to put into a winter concert. Now we've talked about singing the song and I've hinted at that you can play instruments, move on the beat, and also with scarves. So there are some different things you could do with the song in a concert. For the music program, I would have them change the words and we would work on this in class. So first grade definitely can do this. So we might go with rain. Rainy weather, stormy weather. When the clouds burst, we get wet together. And they can make rain with their hands. Then we could do it with the scarves for the frosty weather verse. Lots of different ways that you could use this. So if you're wondering how I got scarves for all of my students, I didn't, because I would have almost 200 students on the stage at a time. What we did is we used some um, other materials. I, at one time I had ribbons that they used. We attached three ribbons to a small um, stick, and they loved that. We waved our ribbons. Another time I use tablecloths, the tablecloths you get from the dollar store, and I cut those up and those make good waving uh, scarf type things. It depends how many students you have on the stage and what your um, finances are, you know, what your budget is for that. But there's lots of ways you can get a scarf or a prop for everybody on the stage. It makes for a nice winter program. So those are some fun ways you can use scarves uh, for frosty weather and also put it into your winter music program. Our final and third way that I'm sharing today is using frosty weather to practice ukulele. When I teach ukulele to my students, I teach them one chord at a time, and then I slowly add chords in together, two, and then three, And I do a lot of rote-type practicing with them. But one trick that I've learned is I do like to walk around the room and help them. And so the way I do that is I use a drum. And I'll play this drum. And I just keep playing it. And I'm asking them to play that one chord on the beat. Now, usually there's one or two students who, who have figured this out, the fingering, and I also will ask them to be my helpers just for a little bit of the class so they don't miss out on too much playing, and they'll walk around. I do this the first time because I'm focusing on the beat. I'm focusing on them trying to figure it out for themselves or with a little help, and I'm also trying to get them to learn that when we're playing these ukuleles, We all are gonna be trying to play together. It's not something I just get to sit in my corner and be crazy about. (laughs) So I will do the steady beat activity uh, once we get everybody's fingers on and we've learned the chord. The next thing I do when we're doing ukulele is then I will walk around with the students and maybe have someone else play the steady beat. I also will divide the class in half and half the class will sing the song while the other half is strumming on the beat. This really is a great activity for the kids. It's amazing how a light goes off in their head when they hear the singers and then they now are the accompaniment instead of the teacher. They just love that. It's so empowering. I I strongly urge you to give that a try in your classroom because the kids just love it. So we're going to have singers and we're going to have players that are working together. Another thing I like to do is when they're sitting in their rows with their ukuleles, I do seat them with buddies so that they can help each other because saying the third finger goes on the third fret of the fourth string of the ukulele that's a lot of numbers, that's a lot of things happening for a third grader, and some of the children just need a little extra help. I've done this for years with the ukulele, and if we go slow, we take our time, and we have good strategies, I can have everybody playing in our class together. So, Frosty Weather is a great song to learn the ukulele on. I've tagged on a ukulele play along for you to use if you need to. So for frosty weather we're gonna play the C chord on the steady beat. We'll do our steady beat practice until everybody is ready. Then I will sing the song with them. I'll teach them one line at a time and we'll play together. For me, I don't focus on them having to sing and play at the same time. I'm just focused on them playing the chord and playing on the beat. You know, that's a good beginning place and I like to see their faces when they've achieved something. It's achievable and most of them can get it over, you know, 1 to 3 class times. Then we'll sing the song, and I always sing it three times, and they know I'm going to count to four in between each verse. Frosty weather, snowy weather. When the wind blows, we all go together. One, two, ready, play. Well, that system works really well for me. I know there's some other fun ways you can do that, but it's really good to communicate to your students whatever method you're going to use to start and how the flow of the song is going to go so everybody's clear what we're doing in today's video i shared three different ways you can use frosty weather as an alternative activities or as supporting activities for the learning goals that you've chosen to use for this song all of these activities are actually resources in the same play create store in tpt or on my website Singplaycreate.com. thank you so much for watching this video today i had fun sharing my ideas with you i hope you will like and subscribe to this video and come back because i want us to keep kids learning and moving with music frosty weather is a fun song to play on ukulele it's perfect for beginning students but it's also great For students who have already learned the song and the solfege, and now they're playing ukulele. So they have the song here, and they are ready now to play it on the ukulele with just one chord. And we can play it on C. When I teach a ukulele song, I always have them just play the steady beat. If you have enough students and you want to, you can have some play the ukulele, and some can do the dance, and they can hold hands, or sometimes I've seen people do it with their hands on each other's shoulders, and they're walking. Frosty weather, snowy weather, when the wind blows, we all go together. It's a really fun song to learn on C.